I let the frustration get the better of me. And I, I'm glad to say it. Like, I didn't actually throw anything this time. Oh, I did not throw a tool <laughs> across, the, across the yard or anything. But what I did was... Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And we want to say thank you for listening to us. And this week, we wanted to talk about the principle of sowing and reaping. The idea that what we sow, we should reap, and how that can really kind of get messed up sometimes, and really especially in, in relationships, in, in the relationship context. And so that's where we're going to go today. But before yeah. we do that, we have... Well, and, and before we even move on, okay. I just thought, like, you know what? Those are kind of old terms, sowing and, and reap. And so... Yeah. Are we if old? You, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but if we have really young <laughs> listeners who have not heard of that, sowing is planting and reaping is harvesting. Good. Yeah. We're not yeah. talking about sewing clothes together on a sewing machine. Yeah, or... and reaping. It's not like like the grim reaper. Like, <laughs> like it's not like something weird. <laughs> That's true. Good catch. Good catch. Yeah. So because we understood those terms, like I I have to ask again, like, have we finally hit where we have to say we're old? I think I, no, so. No, 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 no. I was no we don't. just embrace it. Just embrace it. <gasps> accept it. Move on. Okay. Be okay with it. All right. I, I don't think I don't think that is. Uh, I don't think I'm there yet. I don't think I'm there yet. But hey, why don't there is some fun stuff. I, I know we're halfway through January here, and we're we're just kind of coming back to the podcast we thing. We haven't really got to fully share some of the exciting stuff that happened over Christmas, and really, what I'm thinking of is is our quizzing. Christmas party. That's right. There were some laughters. Yes. Yeah. It was, <laughs> there was some laughters. <laughs> Maybe not some great grammar, but there was some laughters. <laughs> I'm trying to sound young again, okay? Like I'm not <laughs> wanting to accept the old. <laughs> yes. Our Bible quizzing team. We, we did a Christmas party. Yeah. And, uh, and we did what's called a white elephant gift exchange where you bring something and, uh, oh boy, our puppy is being very disruptive <laughs> we'll yeah. be right back okay we're back <laughs> she's just gonna have a little nap in her hopefully. kennel <laughs> hopefully yeah all right so white elephant gift exchange mm -hmm. um and so you bring something from home for the younger people that are out there we don't actually exchange white elephants <laughs> okay true. i'm not sure if <laughs> although one year you did i did I <laughs> you did painted fine. a little plastic elephant made it white and put that in the exchange i did i tried to kind of mess with these but anyway continue. yes so you bring something from home that kind of a, a gag gift something you don't want anymore and so typically there ends up being something that everybody wants and then there's a bunch of stuff that nobody wants. But right. anyways, it's fun yeah. and a little bit crazy the way we play the game. Yeah. But anyways, Changing to begin it. the game, everyone is given a number and number one gets to pick the first gift. Yeah. Well, this um, one of the siblings to our some of our quizzing yeah, members, he's, I think he's seven or eight, but he got number one. Some, some of the quizzing guys who are good friends with him, he said, hey, pick this box. Yeah, big As we box. Goes, oh, it this was the big. biggest box it was. there. And this so he's a, like, okay. A, a late entry into the pile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, he grabs the box and he kind of drags it over to his spot and he sits on the floor and it was uh, wrapped so that you could just open the lid and you didn't right. have to unwrap the wrapping. That's right. And so he opened the lid and his face was quite near the box and he opened it and here this cat 
just gently pokes its nose out at him. <laughs> he falls backwards. We're all laughing. His eyes got so big. It was so funny. So and good. so our friends have a cat and he loves boxes. Yeah. And so they thought it would be funny. Hence why it was a late entry because they grabbed him last minute, put him in the box, set him yeah. under the tree. Well, so they he was only... To, they didn't want their mom to know. Oh, no, she knew. No? Yes, she did. Oh, did she? She totally oh, knew. Oh, right, because they couldn't transport <laughs> it. They wanted to get it there without her knowing. That was yeah. what it was. But and they... this cat, it, it doesn't meow. It just never has since the time yeah. that they got it. it no it cat was injured some, in this Yeah, <laughs> No exchange. animal cruelty. The cat loves the boxes. <laughs> yeah. But it was just so funny. And, uh, and then, of course, it was just a joke. And so they said, okay, instead of the cat, it's $20. Which... And so then everybody wanted that $20. $20. Yeah, because it was only supposed to be a five dollar limit. Yeah, and they took it. Who got the twenty? I'm trying to, uh-huh. think. I'm trying to think. Who got the? Yes, 20. At, at, as yeah. the buzzer went, I ended up with the yeah. twenty. <laughs> and I'm not saying I was, uh, I was control of the buzzer, but there was no shenanigans played. It was legit. The buzzer had gone. It was time. <laughs> Someone was actually kind of trying, trying to, to dash across it, think, the room yeah. to get the 20 from me when the timer went. Yeah, and so. I yelled and then it just stopped in the trash. <laughs> yeah, I love the the gift exchange and, and the white elephant. But what I love doing is I always pull different pranks during this. But what I, And one of them that I do, maybe I shouldn't share this because... <laughs> Because then my you're letting my, the cat out of the bag. My gig is always the cat <laughs> out of the box. My gig is up. If anyone anyone listens to it, but you know what? I also don't mind sharing the fun experiences for others that are out there. there that you are go. Like, you're so generous. This is the thing to do. And so what I always do is I I bring two gift. Well, I bring one gift and one empty bag. But I fill the empty bag with something from the host's house. <laughs> and I put that into the gift exchange. And I make sure it's something very identifiable so they could figure it. Like, as soon as it opens up, they're just like, wait, like, isn't that, isn't that mine? <laughs> and so last year, we got one of our coaches because they were hosting it. And I put uh, some things in from her house. And as her son is opening it, she's just like, hey, I have one of those. And then he pulls out the next thing. And she's like, wait a second, those are mine. And so it's funny. So then this year, she's all excited because it's at a different house. The the, the Christmas coach. party is at another house. And she's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Sheldon, you're going to get this. You're, you're going to get her this time. And, and I'm so excited. And so the whole party... She is actually looking around the house and she shares this with me. She's like, I've been watching to see like what thing you're going to put in. Like, I'm so excited. (laughs) But what she doesn't know is that I have texted her husband saying, hey, could you grab me something from your house that would be very identifiable and let's get her again. Let's get your wife again. And that's what we did. And so during the gift exchange, sure enough, her son gets picks the, my gift and I'm just howling. And, and sure enough, he opens it really slowly and he pulls out the first gift and, and the lady's like, huh, I have one of those. And then pulls out the next because there's multiple things in the bag. And then she realizes the gig is on her well, she, again. She didn't realize and it, then, but her face was hilarious because like, yeah, that's she true. was so She's like, scratching what? her head and like trying to like, well, this is weird. How? And then she looks over to her husband who's recording her expression. So good. And then she knew. Yeah, that's true. It's true. So anyways, if you ever invite uh-huh. us to a white 
elephant gifts exchange. And, beware. And beware, but just know I, I did actually bring in, I don't even know what I brought, but I did swap it out. And Yeah, and there was, was an actual gift. Oh my goodness. It is just so much fun. Like that is the game to do these things yes. at. Now we do it in a way that it's quite chaotic. So it's every, after everyone opens the gifts, then you have dice and you yeah. set a timer usually for like yeah. five minutes. And if you get, what is it? If you get doubles or 11... Oh, with 11, yeah. Doubles or 11, you have to exchange with someone. And so then it becomes like a crazy mayhem kind of situation with people rolling dice and and exchanging gifts. So it's Hiding gifts, right? Like they're like, I don't know where the $20 is. I I just (laughs) have the boat. I just have the boat. It wasn't you. It was another you. They they actually held the $20 and then gave the bow that was with the gift. And they're like, this is all I have. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, okay, yeah, let's move that on. Sewing and reaping. Yes, that is a lot of fun. Uh, Christmas gift <laughs> exchange. But please invite us over. Yeah. Something from your house will end up in, in the gift exchange. <laughs> but it doesn't actually get exchanged. Anyways, too much fun. As you said, sewing and reaping. Let's talk about this. Well, really this gardening concept, yeah. right? Like plant a carrot seed. And guess what we're going to be growing? A is carrot. A carrot. Plant a tomato. <laughs> we get a tomato, right? Like yeah. this, this seems like an obvious principle here of, of what we've yeah. got, right? It's well, not- it's, yeah, it's not like we plant a seed knowing that, you know, we planted this and then go, oh, I wonder what's going to come out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, Unless, yeah. of course, we don't label our rows. True, yeah. <laughs> or, then we might be surprised. Or maybe, like, you know, we've got a prankster, prankster husband and they, like, transfer the rows or, like, the <laughs> identifying pieces. I'm like, wait, I thought these are... T-. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it is. It, it does seem obvious when we're talking about gardening. And, and this concept is really... It, it's applicable in all areas of our life. It's applicable in our jobs, in our marriage, in parenting in decision making basically like what we're saying here is this this principle this concept of sowing and reaping it when we actually start thinking about it 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 actually shows itself up in a lot of areas of our life yeah and obviously in our lives we're not talking about seeds in a literal sense it's more so like the things, the attitudes, the behaviors, the all those kinds of things that we're sowing and then reaping. Right. And and just to clarify, this is a principle. It's not a rule. It's not a guarantee. It's it's a principle that we should be thinking about as we do life, right. as we do relationships, and and we also have to keep in mind mercy. And grace yeah. in the balance yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It sounds so easy, right? right? When, when you're <laughs> describing it like that, I'm like, oh, okay, this, yeah, no problem, no problem. Yeah, well, I, yeah, it, exactly. But when we don't keep this concept or this principle of sowing and reaping in mind, we can end up reinforcing the wrong things, mm. right? If someone's kind to us and we treat them really poorly, chances are they might not be so kind to us in the future. Mm. And if someone's mean to us and we respond with really positive responses or actions and we never address the the wrong behavior that's happening towards us, we're reinforcing to them that their mean behavior to us is going to get a positive mm. action right. in return right. from us. For sure. And so as Christ 
followers. We're called to love our enemies, to turn the other cheek, right. to go last, and and all those things are true mm-hmm. and good. And and we do need to understand what that practically looks like as as we live our lives. Right. But this principle of sowing and reaping is just as true, and it's important just as much mm-hmm. as those other things are. So let's talk about what that looks like, and really let's also talk about like where it can go wrong. We watched a, a marriage video series really by Dr. Henry Cloud, and he talks about this whole sowing and reaping concept in marriage, and that's really what sparked this conversation that we want to have here today. And so when we sow things like love, goodness, gentleness, kindness, self-control, forgiveness, really we should be reaping the benefits of those things uh, throughout our our lives as those things are taking place. Mm -hmm. But the opposite is true of this also. When we sow negative things like anger, selfishness, apathy, pride, and things like that, we reap the consequences of those things, or at least we should reap the consequences of those things. And like we said, when we plant potatoes, we reap potatoes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Henry Cloud, he then goes on to explain how in marriage and family, the law of sowing and reaping can break down because an individual can be sowing something But their family is the ones who end up reaping the consequences of their negative behavior. And this is where we need boundaries set up, really, so that the one who is doing the sowing is also the one who is reaping the consequences. We've said this in different podcasts, but love does not enable sin. Love speaks up for what is right and what is true. And so really we should either sow and reap benefits or we should sow and reap consequences. But but again, this is really just this guiding principle. It's not a matter of fact. Yeah, and um and again, keeping in mind mercy and grace and forgiveness yeah. and all those things. Yeah. It, it it's huge it's parts. almost it's almost more of like if this is a repetitive thing, right? It, it's not. It's not like a one-off where we we do need to be forgiving. We need to, do need to be gracious and understanding. Mm-hmm. But if to to use an extreme example, right? If somebody's struggling with alcoholism, mm-hmm. right? If if we continue to make excuses for mm-hmm. them. If we cover up Mm -hmm. this behavior, this addiction, if we enable it, we're then reaping the consequences of their negative behavior. And so, yeah, it's it's not just a one-off. It's more of a an ongoing theme of sowing and reaping in our lives. And yeah. so, again, it's just wrapping our heads around that because we don't want to become hard-nosed. You, right. you know, you know. Then it becomes more of this checklist. You do this, I do this, you do yeah. this, you do that. Or the slightest not... offense and we're yeah. like, nope, you are reaping this. <laughs> right, you shall reap this now. Right, right, right. Not what That's not what we're talking no, about. No, no, no. And again, really, as always, we just kind of scratch services and we're having a conversation to get some, to get us all thinking, to critically think through what, and and here today, it would be to critically think through what does sowing and reaping look like in my life and in different relationships, at the workplace, with my children, with with my spouse, all those things, right? Let's let's just critically think through life together. That's what we're going at here. Yeah, and so we we try not to make the podcast about us, uh, but 
more about having a conversation on a topic. But today, we wanted to take a little different approach and share three aspects of our lives where we've applied this principle of sowing and reaping and really what's come from that. And we hope this will be encouraging for you, our (laughs) listeners. Well, I mean, we hope all of our podcasts are (laughs) episodes, I guess is what you call them, right? Yeah. Are encouraging. But here, here it is. One area that we wanted to work on in our marriage was really the aroma of our relationship, the aroma of our home. And so what we did here was we began to truly work at sowing an atmosphere of trust, of safety, vulnerability. And we have reaped deeper connections with each other and with our kids from sowing those things. Now, what did that look like? How, how did we do this in, in our marriage, in our, in our relationship? Yeah, for us, it, it started when we began to show unconditional love, yeah. right? Love that was not earned, uh, sometimes not even deserved. And so again, there's that grace and mercy and forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not easy, not easy. <laughs> no, um, but we learned how to be good listeners. We asked good, non-threatening questions and we stopped overreacting. Mm-hmm. It was more so thinking about, well, what naturally would be the consequence or mm-hmm. the outcome in this situation which it takes more thought and more work to think that way. Mm -hmm. But again, this didn't mean that that we stopped, you know, disciplining our kids or dealing with the hard stuff in our relationship. We just did it in a healthier way, right? right? It just looked different. It Mm -hmm. it was healthier. Yeah, yeah. And and as you said, like, it it wasn't easy. Like, Like, this actually took being very intentional and having conversations with each other of like and I hate to use it this way but calling each other out in this like hey kind of sidestepped here where are we going like that was not the aroma we're after right like yeah because the other person didn't know no yeah I've got blind spots (laughs) me too (laughs) (laughs) and so because we were trying to repair such brokenness we needed each other's help to yeah, understand totally. what the issues were. Otherwise, yeah. the person didn't full. The other person didn't fully understand. Yeah. 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 Another area that we wanted to sow was a deeper surrender to Christ. Yeah. And from that, we've reaped deeper intimacy with God, mm-hmm. learning what our Savior's voice sounds like, mm-hmm. His will and His ways, which we found out are so much better <laughs> yeah. than our own. They, were, they are. They are much healthier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so why don't you share how we did that? The first step was we read the, we opened and read the Bible. Yeah. And then this is what, this is what we did. We didn't just read it. Well, I shouldn't say it. we didn't just open it. And we didn't just read it. We actually started to truly live it out and apply the principles that we were reading, apply the things that we were reading. We started critically asking and, and critically thinking, like, what does this look like in my life? How do how do I actually live this stuff out? Because the Bible, it, it is full of instructions for our life and, and how we're to live as, as Christ followers. And then really, um, and, and it gives great guidance for those things. In the book of Colossians chapter three, there's, a, there's this list of all these things that we're to put off. And some of those things are, are malice, anger, evil desire, sexual immorality, lying, slander. That's just a list of few of those things. And then 
there's this contrasting list. So, so that's what we're to put off. Or t- stop doing. Or stop doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's this other list that is also followed up with the things that we're to put on or the things that we're to start doing to, mm-hmm. to practically apply in our lives, which is to have a compassionate heart. Uh, walk and treat people with kindness, meekness, have patience. And that list goes on and on. And then there, there's similar verses in First and Second Peter and First and Second and Third John and Galatians and Philippians. Like, like uh, it was like this, this eye-opening experience for me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is how I'm supposed to live. Like, oh, this is what this means. And and this is how I apply it in my life. And, and I didn't really have to go much further than the Bible to really start living these principles out. Yeah. And then and then once I read it, being like, okay, like I know how to be kind. I just have to choose it. I can be patient. I just have to choose it. And when there's there's situations where I don't want to be patient or where I don't want to be kind, like I'm realizing it's a choice that I have. Mm-hmm. I have a choice to be angry. I have a choice to respond in gentleness. And the Bible is instructing us to respond in those ways. And then when I sow that, we've reaped the benefits from that. We've reaped a healthier relationship, a healthier uh, in our marriage, a healthier yeah. relationship with our kids. Uh, just, you know what? I've actually just reaped a healthier lifestyle. I'm not as angry as I used to be. I'm not as up, like, uh, high strung. I'm a pretty emotional guy. Like, like passionate. passionate. Thank you. I'm, I'm a passionate guy, and and but that can get the best of me at times. And and unfortunately, right? Like our family and you and the kids have reaped the the unintended consequences of those things. But when I sow the good stuff, we're all reaping those good things. This this is what I've experienced. Like this is what I have found. Yeah. What I've lived out, what I read, like, I, anyways, I'm. I feel like I'm just going on and on. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just so passionate about this because it, it's so. It, it changed. It changed my life so much when I just when I read it and I prayed on it and I, and I, I contemplated on it and I thought about it and, it and then I put it to action. Yeah. It just it changed. Yeah, and that's I, the kicker: putting it to action. And then yeah. two things that I just want to, I, I guess, sidestep for a second is. Uh, the first, just like gardening, that seed can take time. Some oh, seeds yeah. pop up right away yeah. and other t- seeds take some time yeah. and it takes time for it to grow into like a mature plant. And so just yeah. like as we're sowing in our relationships, sometimes it takes time to repair yeah. damage, to change a pattern, yeah. to... Sometimes I had to replant <laughs> a seed and start yeah. over like yeah. I have. And ask for forgiveness when yeah. we do that, yeah. right? And the other thing, when it comes to scripture, and if if any of our listeners are not familiar with the Bible, some of the Bible is like specific things like that, where it's like, here's here's some things that are super straightforward, easy to understand of do this, don't do that. Other parts of the Bible are more of descriptive, of telling a story. Mm. And then it some of it is, this is what happens yeah. when we do what's right in our own eyes. Yeah. Or this is what happens when we say there is no God mm. and we're going to follow our own human king right. and things like that. And so if you're not familiar with the Bible, it's not like you can open up to any passage and say, okay, I'm going to do <laughs> this because some of it is yeah, more so a true. story illustrating a really bad thing that happened yeah. in history 
because of people's sin and brokenness. Yeah, yeah. So just a just Take a the whole picture disclaimer right? yeah, there. Um, sure. Good catch. Yeah, if you, if you're not familiar with reading the Bible, I, I got a little. Oh, no, it's really good. I just wanted to clarify that. Um, and again, like you said, the key is not just reading. It's not just knowing these, but it's putting it into action. Like mm-hmm. that is where the rubber meets the road mm-hmm. is when we actually do these things. It doesn't, even if we really feel like we so badly want this, if we're not acting on that, our feelings don't matter a lot. We right. have to do the work to put it into action. Right. And and right. ultimately that's that refining process mm-hmm. that God brings us on, which which is making us more and more like Jesus as his followers. Right. In all of this, we're not trying to say with this with this principle that God's a transactional God. No, right. In the sense that if I read my Bible, God's gonna give me a million dollars, right? Hasn't happened. Yeah. <laughs> God never promised that. No. Right. He has made specific promises in the Bible and he will and does honor those. But by sowing a deeper relationship with God, we grew to know and love him more, which blessed us so yeah, much. So did. So and true. so just wanted to clarify yeah, that because so I don't want to give the wrong message that if I do this, well, God will do this. Yeah, no. And then when God doesn't do that, you're like, what? Either yeah. God's not real or God's yeah, yeah, yeah. a liar, all those things, which just isn't true. Yeah, it wasn't a promise to me. Like we still have trials in our life. Yeah. We still have trials in our marriage. We still like, there's still hard things we deal with. Even as we're learning these concepts and applying these things and, and walking in this truth and, and with the Holy Spirit and all those things life's still hard yeah uh, and we're still dealing with stuff right and so yeah that's not one of one of his like do this and get this and yeah mm-hmm. those, those are good points hey the third aspect of our life that we wanted to share here and, and really what we worked on was sowing more self-control and from that we have reaped peace uh, and discernment more of a sound mind uh, as yeah. we live out our days and, and walk our, our life out like, because here's Here's a question, right? Like how many random thoughts just pop into our heads in one day? I'm sure that number is huge. Like, like a I, lot. I, I wonder if there's even a study. We should have. I should have uh, quickly done. Although you can't really trust Google all the time, but I'm sure <laughs> somebody has done this this calculation out there. But right, and, and and here's the thing: some of those thoughts are awesome, and yet other of those thoughts probably not so awesome. Right? Probably not. Uh, aren't even true uh, mm-hmm. of what we're thinking. And, and so we had to learn how to take our thoughts captive. We had to learn how to have self-control and, and not just react. We had to recognize the lies, even that we were telling ourselves the wrong assumptions, assumptions prideful thinking that we had that really caused us to be negative towards each other and, and even towards ourselves. We also needed to recognize the true and and good thoughts to share that with each other, to to share those good things with our kids. And one of the things I've been even recognizing in my own life is like, what's the conversation going on between my ears? Right? Like like what's my my what is my thought life? Where am I focused? What is my the the conversations that I have with myself in 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 my head? And am I am I filtering those things through through God's word, what is true, what is right, what is noble, what is praiseworthy, think on these things, or am I am I self like loathing or am I like self destructing myself or destructing the relationship or saying and thinking things that aren't true and and then not clarifying them. Anyways, 
another self, uh, what do I call those? My self studies <laughs> that I'm doing on myself. Like what is going on between my ears uh, yeah. and what's the thought life that I have? Yeah. And, and you know what? Sometimes we do uh, need to recognize that we have been wronged or there mm. is sin happening and, and we need to confront that in ourselves in others. Uh, when we have godly conviction over something, we shouldn't ignore that. And in that case, we need to confess it and repent, or we need to go and talk to the person who's wronged us so that we can repair the relationship. But when when it's not godly conviction, we have to learn to just throw that thought away rather yeah. than dwell on it. Yeah, so true. Hey, <laughs> here's something I was thinking about as, as we're sharing these three. Like, it might seem like from these examples that we've got all everything figured out. <laughs> it's like, obviously, that's why they're on the podcast, because they got it all figured out. All right, disclaimer, maybe we should have said this at the very beginning. <laughs> Although I'm sure people, at least people that know us. And anyways, let, let's just give it like, I want to say that we're still a work in progress through all of these things. We fall short at times. We don't always get it right. And we allow at moments our emotions to get the better of us. Really, when we were first learning about this principle, this is a story that took place in my life. And I have moments of my life where I'm definitely not proud of, and, and yet I, I, I share them because <laughs> I look back at them now and they're pretty funny. Like, I laugh at this story. Let me get to the story here. But but this is what was going on. I'm, I'm learning about these principles, sowing and reaping. I'm trying to think through what's going on in my life and, and, and all this stuff. And I was replacing the water pump this one time in our car. And let me just say, it was not going as smoothly <laughs> as what I thought or what I had hoped. I'd watched a bunch of YouTube videos they made it seem super simple screw here screw here lift uh, pop it out good to go <laughs> right and, and and throughout me changing the water pump there were how do I say there were multiple times where I wanted to throw my wrench across <laughs> the yard I wanted to throw it on on the garage or on the on the driveway like I just wanted to chuck something because it wasn't going well and, and I wasn't feeling the best okay <laughs> but but I'm working on this stuff I'm working on controlling my anger and, and so I restrain myself and, and I and I don't do it I was like and I'm like yes and I keep working and the anger comes again and I restrain it and this go until finally, I let the frustration get the better <laughs> of me. And I, I'm glad to say, like, I didn't actually throw anything this time. Well, I did not throw a tool <laughs> across, the, across the yard or anything. But what I did was, in my anger, there was this socket wrench box sitting at my feet. And I decided that was the problem. And so I kicked it, <laughs> thus sending all of my sockets all over over my working area which made me then have to stop and pick it up and as I'm picking it up I think that's when God really used this as a refining <laughs> moment of my life because I started really rethinking my strategy of how I could have better handled the situation as I have sockets spread out all over the place and anyways I, I'm pretty sure I started laughing about it too in the moment of like why did you do this? <laughs> now you just created more work for uh -huh. yourself. But that's a perfect example of sowing and reaping. You sowed, uh. letting into your frustration, <laughs> giving into that. It made a mess and then you had to clean it up. What would have been messed up is if you did that and then I came in and rescued by cleaning up the mess for you. Yeah. What I thought I would have really... No, uh -huh. no that definitely would have been where it got messed up. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. 
Look, we've done both kinds of gardening, yeah. and we've reaped the consequences. Yeah, we've messed up this law of sowing and reaping by not dealing with our issues, and then we've even had our kids or each other ends up reaping what we have sowed. When we sowed anger, selfishness, pride, we reaped drift loneliness and pain yeah. there was a really tough season we walked through as a couple and when we look back at that now we see that we were sowing unhealthy patterns That's in right. our lives and that overflowed into our marriage and we did reap those consequences and they were ugly and mm. painful thankfully we've been able to repair the brokenness we worked at sowing good healthy life-giving habits and we've reaped good things from that now please know like this did not happen overnight it wasn't like a light switch kind of thing it was work there were struggles but we are so glad that we worked through those things that we sought forgiveness from each other we reached out for help and and truly that we began to allow god to work in our lives and, and as well to work in our marriage. Mm -hmm. There's a Bible verse in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, and it says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A person reaps what mm. they sow. Yeah, yeah. So those, those were just a few thoughts that we had here today on the principle of sowing and, and reaping. But what about you? How does all of this conversation, how does it resonate with you? Uh, we hope that it's helped you to critically think through this topic uh, and this conversation of, of sowing and, and reaping. As always, we have some processing questions for us uh, to, to work through. Valerie, why don't you share our, our processing questions again today? Sure. First one. Where have you seen the concept of sowing and reaping benefits and sowing and reaping consequences in your life? Is there an area in your life where this principle is not being followed? What is one thing you would like to sow more of? And what's one step you can take to move in that direction? Thanks for listening, and we will talk with you next week. Bye.